Hello Headline Heroes fans, this is Drew. Uh, just a couple of things I wanted to run through. First off, you may notice this is another special edition of Headline Heroes. We tried to sit down and record, but we ran into technical difficulty after technical difficulty. It just did not work out for us, sadly. We believe us, we tried. Um, so our good friends over at the pop-up film cast, Keith and Derek, have agreed to let us share one of their episodes. It's actually a follow-up to another episode that we shared about eight months ago, uh, Special Edition 13. It's the sequel to the Captain Hook Tale movie that we made over there. I um, was the guest on that episode as I've been on the, on the first one uh, for Captain Hook Tale. It was a lot of fun, so I hope you'll enjoy it. So thank you again to Keith and Derek. We really appreciate it for coming through for us last minute. Um, then the second thing I wanted to bring up was that our Twitter is, in fact, back up and running. The We ended up getting our old handle back, at headline underscore heroes. The thing is, uh, we lost everything. We don't have any of our old followers, like 400 plus followers that we had. Uh, we didn't have any of our old tweets. If we were a part of a list, it's all gone. So we are humbly kindly asking you to if you already followed us you're gonna have to go back on and follow us again if you haven't already we would really appreciate it this time it would just help us out a lot um, and furthermore just tell others about us tell others about this great podcast you listen to headline heroes where they create goofy insane but fun superheroes or supervillains out of news headlines we would really appreciate it. So once again, give us a follow at headline underscore heroes uh, and help us out. And once again, stay super. And here is the second part to Captain Hooktail as presented by the Pop-Up Film Cast. And if you like what you hear here, you can, of course, go over to the Pop-Up Film Cast podcast. I would really encourage it. Uh, give them a listen. They are also a member of the Podfix Network. Derek, have you listened to... Uh... Have you listened to the previous Captain Hook tale recently? No. Should I have? I did last week, just as a refresher, but I think yeah. a summary would be ideal. I get, I get the gist of it. There's a cat. There was. <laughs> I forgot we did like a weird after credit scene with like a robot cat father. Uh, oh yeah, they dug. They dug his. Um, it's kind of morbid. They dug if his you think cat, about it. His dad's bones up. Okay, I'll I'll do a quick recap during the intro as well. I just wanted to make sure that'd be good. Um, everyone else remembered the basics. Um, I listen to it on like a weekly basis. So <laughs> it just helps keep our numbers up there. Every morning. Also my morale. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, it's what I listen to before I go to bed at night. So it's... Yeah, you're about to turn that on when you were walking to your room. <laughs> yeah. That's what gave, that's what reminded me. So. <laughs> Hello, greetings, good day. My name is Keith Gala, and welcome to a brand new episode of your soon-to-be, if not already, favorite movie podcast. It's the Pop-Up Filmcast. And joining me every other week, he is, uh, I don't know, he's the co-host with the most, I should have really wrote something else down. <laughs> he's, he's a, I don't know. Yeah, yep, yep. When you write new script, you really need, and there's fill in the blanks, you really should take time to figure out what to put there. But uh, he's the co-host with the most... 
It's Derek Glasscock. Derek, welcome back to the show, sir. I've never felt more welcomed in my life. Yeah? Well, well that's Thank good. You. Thank you so much, Keith, for the <laughs> the thought-out introduction, the rousing applause. Um, there's people outside that I you had come over to my house. They're chanting my name. I love it. Thank you so much. I was talking to Dave out there earlier. Nice guy, uh, older gentleman. He paid to come over here and chant my name. I had to calm him down. He was chanting like right in my face. He's got kids at home he's trying to feed, and, you know, he needs that 35 bucks, Keith. Well, it's a little more than 35 I mean, I could pay a little bit extra for rain, so. They don't know that. All right, well, I mean, I'm not going to tell them any differently, I guess, but, you know. They'll see it in their bank. They'll see it in their bank account. Oh, see, he, Dave's under the impression that he's pocketing thirty-five dollars, and Wanda was under the same impression too. They kind of talked, they bonded over it a little bit. I think they went and got a coffee at break time. Um, you know. Well, Gil was the main guy I was talking to, so he'll have to deal with the Mahali breaks it up. So. Yeah, um, they kicked Gil out of the group, so I don't know. I, it, they got their own little society going on out there. I don't want to. I don't want to interfere. I wouldn't. It might get a little, might get a little rough out there after a while. Yeah. Uh, everything else good yeah. for you this week? Since we, since we last are on the air. Yes, it's last I, last I recall. Um, what, what happened last time? Um, I, oh, I found a kidney. Uh, but yeah, everything's been pretty good since that. I got that kidney in there. Yeah. Um, it's filtering blood. Like it, like it's supposed. Is it that kidney, kidneys filter stuff? Um, it's doing it. Yeah, I, can, I can feel it. I can feel everything that gets filtered through there. It's like a superpower almost. 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 Yeah. Because sometimes but, it's annoying to know, right? <laughs> it's very annoying. It's like all I can. Uh, it's all I can feel and think about all day. Mm-hmm. Um, might be a reason it, it was in the junk drawer. There might be a reason. Yeah, yeah. It, but it serves me no good. This power. Uh, nobody believes me. One. And two, I can't, do, I can't do anything with it. Like if I if I were to like try to eat evidence to solve a crime and then filter out the clues, uh, the whole process takes way too long. So would you be able to taste crime? Is that possible? No, no. I, I'm just saying I would be able to eat evidence, and then like my kidney would filter out the the the, uh, the pertinent clues, and then I would pee them into a cup, mm. and then we'd have to dry that um, into like a powder. Um, and then add oil to make paint, and then, uh, like a medium can come by and use that to paint a scene. Uh, it's a very elaborate thing, and that, that's why it's not a very good power. I mean, it's a good power. It's, it's very. It's there's a lot of process to it. Yeah, it's a it's a very involved sort of thing, mm-hmm. just to get the, the my crystallized urine that's full of evidential. Uh, is it is it very evidence. accurate though? If evidential you, if you is that a word? Hmm? It is What's now. That? Evidential is now a word. Is it very accurate, or can you go through the whole thing and like you're? It's only like seventy five percent correct. Yeah, it, it's like eyewitness sort of testimony. It, it's like fifty fifty. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe it isn't such a good power. Yeah, and yeah. plus, I, plus I have like um, like uh, performance anxiety, so it's hard to pee while I'm on the stand and. Uh, <laughs> I've already been in that situation a couple times, and it's just I can't do it. I'm just standing there with a cup. You have to pee like, while you're on the on the witness stand. Yeah, <laughs> is that something they do beforehand before getting to? No, it's a it's a terrible burden, and I just can't do All right. it. All right. 
Well, speaking of terrible burdens. Being on the stand, okay. <laughs> no. Uh, for those of you that are new here or old friends who have spotty memories, the Pop-Up Filmcast is a show where Derek <laughs> and myself and esteemed guest dive headfirst in this mysterious bottomless box of movies that was left on my doorstep or fabricate fictitious film festivals and movie marathons. Normally, each episode uh, will review a handful of unique cinematic offerings tied into a randomly selected genre or sometimes not so randomly selected theme. <laughs> In the end, we set up the festival lineup, uh, select a name, pair it with some proper eats. <laughs> now, I say usually because way back, yeah, a little bit over a year ago, uh, and probably kind of the say maybe the, the genesis of what we do now, uh, we had an episode where we decided to actually make our own movie. We got tired of talking about other movies that were already made, and we decided to make a movie called, uh, which was eventually called Captain Hooktail, or I think um, Meowkin's episode one, Captain Hooktail, I think might be the, uh, the official canon name of it. And in, in order to do that, we we brought on one of our uh, one of our more uh, esteemed guests, one of our more favorite guests, and he is back with us today for uh, what can only be described as the most anticipated sequel next to Avengers Endgame, uh, as we'll be doing uh, Meowkin's episode two today, straight from Headline Heroes. It is Drew Mick. Drew, welcome back to the show. Hi Keith. Hi Derek. So so happy to be here. Um, I just want to say. Uh, Derek and his crime-solving kidney would be a show I would love to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it was called yeah. that, too. Der- Derek and his crime-solving kidney. Uh, yeah. It's it's right on after um, Columbo. <laughs> Columbo reruns. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, uh, so yeah. the lead-in for Derek and his crime-solving kidney are, is Columbo reruns? Yeah. Well, I was going to... I was going to say Jake and the Fat Man, but I wasn't sure if Drew would know what that I was. absolutely I do not, but Columbo is something I could get behind. Yeah, but no, happy to be here. When, when you put out the call, you, you lit the beacon, um, and it made it made its way to me, and I saw it, and I knew it was time for the sequel to Captain Hooktail, and I, I answered that call, and here I am. Yeah, and, and as uh, recently discussed uh, during my guest appearance on Headline Heroes, Yes. Uh, this was a long-standing, like number one episode for me. Uh, overall, in the you know almost two years of doing the show, uh, was our Captain Hooktail episode. Uh, a because it was the first time that we had tried doing anything of this nature. Um, but also, it's just it is a very, very fun episode. And basically, we started from scratch. I mean, we I think we rolled some dice to figure out what genre we were doing. All we had was action adventure. Think, mm-hmm. and then we just started piecing things together. Uh, after that, into what uh, I think can only be described as Hollywood gold. Yeah, I would agree. Mm. <laughs> who, who, who described <laughs> it as Hollywood gold? Variety. Oh, okay, good. Hollywood I, I, Reporter. I, I think uh, yeah. it's in the running for liquid gold next to Velveeta mm. shells. <laughs> So we'll see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, Drew, before we get into that, uh, you mentioned that um, Derek and his crime-solving kidney would be a show that you would watch, and mm-hmm. it sounds like some fun superpowers. Describe to everyone exactly what Headline Heroes is. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming everyone listened to uh, my recent appearance on there and is familiar with them as well, but 
what do you guys do over there? Uh, Headline Heroes is a podcast I do with my two friends, Tanner and Nathan. Uh, we sit down, we randomly select a crazy news headline, news article of some kind, and we use that as a basis for either, depending on the week, a superhero or a supervillain uh, origin story. Um, and it could be a lot of fun. Yes, and last week, um, Keith, you were on it, and it was a lot of fun. And a year before, we had our other guest, Derek. So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, we're you know maybe in another year we'll have another guest who knows yeah then sure Derek or I can get you in touch with somebody yeah more. I'm sure yeah <laughs> yeah no it was, uh, it was a good, lot of fun uh, it's a show that I normally enjoy listening to anyway normally normally, <laughs> normally. well I'm you know there's Not a few episodes time, a few episodes here and there that are questionable but you know no it's um is it's always a good show to listen to in the first place, and then uh, last week was was very fun, and um, yes, I think you'll enjoy enjoy listen. It's not it's not somebody with a crime solving kidney, but it's still a fun uh, fun episode to listen to. I do believe it's about a uh, worldwide web of witches. Yes, and uh, you ended up you. Uh, coming up with the the name of the witch and. Just saved I us did. so much yeah. hemming and hawing, so much. Oh my god! Yeah, Derek, the stuff you're normally like really quick and witty with here when I'm stumbling along of coming up with names or stuff. I know. I, I nailed I, it. I listened to the episode, <laughs> and right when you said it, I can envision you doing your little. Uh, I just made a pool shot strut around the microphone. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. In my <laughs> mind, that's what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I had to pause. I said, "Oh my god!" and just paused. It was so good. I had to process. Um, yeah, so that was a fun episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, trying to think of a example, a good example of one that we've done recently that would give people a a taste. A moose with some steps. That that was actually maybe my favorite one we've done recently. Um, the article was. Moose chases skiers at Colorado Resort, and we ended up with a moose that literally was. Um, stairs it like turned into it, it's very hard to explain but i think arguably our most powerful hero to date because it's a moose that is stairs it's a stair moose yeah i'm i can i can see mm-hmm. how that will rival the great mm-hmm. uh heroes uh of any if if stair moose uh, had been there against thanos <laughs> thanos would yeah. not have stood a chance nope we wouldn't have even needed endgame it would have just uh in the first one yeah been over with no end game it was just first game and that was stair moose <laughs> yeah. all right well i i want well they're gonna re they're re-releasing end game so maybe they were they're putting in some extra footage with the stair moose no, that's, who knows? yep they they did reach out and asking permission to use that so look out for stair moose in an end game near you right. yeah all right so as i mentioned uh in in the opening we are we're gonna go with the uh I assume highly anticipated sequel to a movie that we made up about a pirate cat. Um, he he's Derek. If I remember right, uh, you know, I, we asked, you know, is this a world? Uh, is this a world like ours? You say, or is this a different world? And you're like, no, it's like ours. It's a world similar, very similar to our own. Yeah, yeah. there was um, the specific ocean. Mm-hmm. And, that sounds right. Yep, and they're trying the 
for some reason there's like a world's fair or something where people are trying to get a the world's largest ball of twine across the ocean on a giant uh, barge mm-hmm. um there's a rumor to be a diamond inside of it and uh, our pirate cat friend jonathan meowkins is him and his uh his band of pirates they have decided they're going to steal this um, in the process, though, he's going to run into his father, who's Super Admiral <laughs> Meowkins. <laughs> and Super Super Admiral Meowkins is in charge of security uh, on the on the barge that is taking the world's largest ball of twine. Um, there is some double crossing uh, going on that leads to uh, not not mutiny, but. Um, Oh, I can't remember what the what her name is. Uh, Another is Kat, Katniss Nip is the one who is she's the actual captain of the barge, and Super Admiral Malkins is the like head security guy. I remember the first mate. I think was called Calico Calypso. Ah yes yes, uh, and she ends up turning on uh, Jonathan Malkins. In the process, uh, his father gets killed off. Um, he goes from. His nickname is, is Captain Hooktail because when he was younger, he lost his tail. And now he obviously wears a hook on it uh, in place of that. But he was also referring to himself as Admiral Meowkins. And then when his father died, he took up the mantle of Super Admiral Meowkins. <laughs> um, Did we ever establish what a Super Admiral was? Well, it's not an just Admiral. Just that it's something, it's something that's above Admiral, we assume. Okay. Are you an Admiral? No. I'm a Super Admiral. All right. Yeah, I do know there's a rear admiral. I don't know exactly what that that is, but um, and so that's you know the the movie ended. Uh, the 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 main part of the movie that we made up ended with uh, Jonathan Meowkins and his his pirate crew uh, sailing away. They had finally gotten the diamond, sailing away from an island where he had buried his father, and then we did a post credit scene where Katniss Nip. And the barge show up, and they dig up uh, the the senior Meowkins. And I do believe uh, they say they're going to need him for the war to come. <laughs> it, is the barge sentient, or because you just said <laughs> no? She I, no. She no. Uh, Katniss. The way Nip you made it sound the... like uh, uh, Katniss Nip and, and the barge showed up like they were like a, a pair. Or like well, she's the captain of the barge still, sure, and so sure. she. she the barge sails over to the uh, goddamn dogs. <laughs> the the barge sails over to the island. Uh, you know, and a small crew goes over and they dig up uh, the the now dead body of Super Admiral Meowkins, uh, Jonathan Meowkins Senior. And there's reference to a war to come. Now, depending on how we do this, there could be a time jump, and then maybe the barge is sentient. Now, I don't know. We could do that. Yeah, I think there needs to be a time jump. Well, yeah. So. That was gonna. So my first question, as we get into uh, making the sequel, is that post credit something that we are going to even be talking about, or is that something further down the line? And probably what, uh, obviously, I'm assuming would end up being a trilogy. Kind of like how um, is that just something? Yeah, are we building up to something with that that post credit? And so this is going to be a separate adventure that doesn't have anything to do with that, or are we going to be? time jumping ahead a bit and then maybe getting into this uh, potential war. You could uh, play it like Age of Ultron, where it's like, what does this have to do with the first one? Well, really nothing until Thanos shows up at the end. 
kind of. True. Yes. It's, uh, you know, we're, we, we're building up and maybe we eventually make a cinematic universe out of all this. Probably not, but who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm down for just separate adventure. Then we're not as restricted. And me. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some new people that get introduced here along the way that can f- that eventually will be necessary in a war as well. In a war. Yes. The, the nece- Plus, I, I don't think we need to bring in a... Uh, I'm assuming what would eventually be a cyborg uh, Meowkin Sr. By the way, Jonathan Meowkins is a cat. Not a cat mm-hmm. person. He is a cat. His father, actual human. <laughs> yes. Wait, was he? I thought I thought his father yes. was a cat. No, oh. his father's human. Boy, I really misunderstood when we were recording that a year ago. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but the important yeah. thing to know is that no one acknowledges that uh, Meowkins is no, a cat. No, it's never. It's never. Actually, no one ever puts those things together. It's never, never referenced, never questioned, or anything. Um, Uh, if I remember right, like I think he's like. Um, there's some times where he, he uh, Captain Hooktail can be. He'll be distracted by like a, like a shiny light and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, you know, like a typical cat type uh, thing that would happen and all. But at the same time, like nobody's referencing the, the crew fact is that just like Yar. That's just what the captain do. You know, <laughs> exactly. he has his fevers. Exactly. He has his his quirks. Okay, so uh, so how much of a time jump are we doing here? Depends on it. What what has Captain Super Admiral, the new newly appointed Super Admiral Hooktail, been doing? Has uh, he given up his life of piracy and has embraced the Super Admiral title, or no, still well, a pirate? Well by, well, by the way, first of all, like I I'm now realizing as I'm we're trying to recap this. That we named the character and his dad have the same name. Yes. We've given them basically the same title now. Um, it, well, so it, I don't want to continue to, especially if they're both now Super Admirals, that would be very weird to keep referencing throughout the movie. Well, uh, what, there's only Jonathan one Captain Me- Hooktail. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. But Jonathan Meowkins thinks his dad's dead, right? Yes. Or at least yes. in that movie. Right? So what? whatever... The time jump is the opening scene is the reintroduction of Jonathan Meowkins, Super Admiral Meowkins, and whatever he's doing now. If he's being good, if he's still pirating, whatever it is, that's the opening scene. All right. right? So this episode that we've had, it's uh, it is releasing on on July second. So I'm I'm saying we're opening uh, wherever we're at with this. We're opening with with some fireworks in the air. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's around it's around July Fourth, which in this other world is still an Independence Day celebration. It's very similar to ours, so maybe July second is their Independence Day. Um, and we open with some fireworks, and uh, and uh, you know that's going on uh, overhead, and it pans down to. Did we ever name the boat? Um, well, I really pushed the oh, litter box, oh. but no one really wanted that. <laughs> uh, uh, it, well, the one in the in the first oh. one, I, we end up having the ahoy hoy. Yes, that's it. All right, so I think we've had a time jump, and he's maybe we're we're coming down on a new ship. Maybe he's got a new ship uh, nowadays. Well, ahoy, ahoy, what, ahoy! Jet skis. Ooh, wait, what? Jet skis. 
Jet skis. What if he's got like a, a like a motorcycle gang but on jet skis? Oh man. And there could still mm. be the boat, but now they're like but now they, can they had like... to get off the boat so they could for like high maneuverability and like uh like a big high speed takedown. Uh and there's like a dozen of them and there's all these jet ski jumps. So kind of like um is it is it in the first Fast and Furious where like they're trying to take down like a truck and like a couple of them are in cars and a few of them pull up on like motorbikes to take stuff down? So something along those I have lines. No idea. I, mm. I mean, all I know is we're on water. They need high maneuverability and they need to be fast. So it's almost like maybe this is a super admiral that has embraced the super admiral and is now patrolling and trying to keep the peace. So needs the jet skis to better. Maneuver better, chase people down, get into those nooks and crannies of of the the, the deep ocean. Or okay. he's a, it's a big jet ski heist. Well, I was I was thinking maybe uh, later on, like someone pulls him back into the game for one last heist. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's why I, I I like this. Uh, I, I think we're all kind of start- Drew. That's kind of same thing I was thinking here was. Uh, we're what five years five year time jump sure. and he's been he he has embraced his super admiralness he has uh been really trying to be on the straight and narrow maybe they've had a few small mini heists here and there over the years but it, for the most part he's he's clean he's clean thing up it took a little <laughs> he hates while crime, to get... except when it's him it's fine <laughs> well, no, it, uh, he, it, took a while, it took a while to get the rest of his crew on board with okay. actually being good guys so okay. maybe they uh, they weaned off the the crime a bit, uh, but now they're they're on the they're on the up and up, and they're they're recognized as like one of the better uh, security units on the ocean. <laughs> They've got so many gold stars next to their their name. Mm-hmm. The the Ahoy Hoy is still there, but they've also now got this fleet of of. Um, ski doos and, and jet skis and stuff that they're out there as well. So, but let me get the, they're they're just security guards on the ocean. Yeah, no, no, they're, no, they're like not security guards, but they're um, well, like his dad was was like a high level security person, um, and and ran like a uh, <laughs> I guess boat security um, police officers out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, they're they're like yeah, they're like police officers, but they're not like they're not like official police or anything. But everyone knows that these are the guys. Who, <laughs> they're like police are... <laughs> officers, but they're not police, and they're on the water. So they're but these are the guys you go to if you need to make sure that like uh, your shipment gets someplace without uh, actual pirates uh, stealing it. Or um, yeah, he's he's because he's still got to, if they're not doing crime, they still have to come up with ways to be paid and keep up with their you know. Uh, high seas lifestyle. <laughs> the high seas lifestyle. Yeah, and I nice. mean, I, I right. I'm willing to say, like, I think he got that diamond at the end of the the first movie, so that's probably how he mm-hmm. uh, afforded yeah, these jet skis. That, that's got. I'm sure that got him through for a while. I mean, maybe he's, uh, you know, it, but but so now I'm picturing there's fireworks going on, and uh, it lowers down onto uh, onto the ocean. The camera lowers down, and we see. Uh, we see a, like a big ocean line or something, and maybe we see some like you can tell that something's going on in the ocean liner. Maybe it looks like maybe it's being hijacked, and that's when uh, we see uh, Super Admiral Meowkins and his uh, and the the jet skis 
come flying up. This is kind of like a cold open. So we're jumping into, you know, what are they doing nowadays? And maybe we originally we think they're part of the pirating group, but then, you know, it opens with like they're now saving the day. And they're fighting against other uh, pirates. Yeah, and, you know, which is which is causing, which maybe is even five years later, still causing some of a, some people questioning, you know, that, you know, they're traitors to the pirate kind or something like that. Um, but that's where we're finding out what the, where they're at today is they're now, they're the heroes. I like it. Now, did the jet skis come screaming up on the water or did they come like flying in from the sky? Like, so the, uh, Ahoy okay. Hoy, uh, <laughs> launches a jet that has a bunch of jet skis attached to it and then it drops the jet skis or maybe the, the riders <laughs> like bombs. <laughs> It Maybe there's a big the reveal jets. later that the Ahoy Ahoy can now fly, and we don't see that till later. Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's um, it's it's like one of the uh, in the the Avengers, the uh, helicarrier. Yeah, the helicarriers. Except he's uh, maybe it's more of a dirigible of some kind, or oh, I mm-hmm. like that too. Mm-hmm. It's a world very similar to our own, but a little bit different. Yes, yeah. I mean, it is pirate okay. and, of some kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and and that's piece. how that's how he's established himself as being a little bit different from the average, uh, from just being you know a pirate and stuff on the high seas. Is that like he he patrols the seas, but from the air a bit. It's still the ahoy hoy, but it's hooked up. You know, it's the it's a dirigible version of it. <laughs> um, I'm picturing just a giant balloon with the the ship hanging from it, and then they launch. Uh, when it's time to actually hit the water, they launch these jet skis out. Sure. And they, and they're just flying all over the place. They're doing jumps. Um, there's like mm-hmm. it's very very, very cinematic jet ski combat. Um, they're like using hand signals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yep. Hand signals, uh, foot signals. What are they? Um, um, are they protecting foot signals? Let's <laughs> <laughs> <What's, laughs> wiggle it out there. <laughs> Foot signals, turn signals, any sort of signal they can use, they're using them. Yeah, flares. Blasting they around. got smoke. Uh, what are they protecting something mm-hmm. and fighting off pirates from stealing that thing? Yes. Yeah. Um. I mean, well, I mean, maybe it doesn't matter. Obviously, they've they've been pro- they've been protecting anything and and everything they want. So, I mean, it could be a. Um. You know, it could be just a, a cruise liner at this time that they're trying to protect you from getting. But or yeah, or it. Yeah, I think I think this is we're gonna you're gonna see that, like they're protecting um, a cruise liner from being attacked by actual pirates because we're gonna probably want to have to see them, it, it, you know, either protecting or or trying to take down something larger. Sure. Uh, later on in the movie, and so we see all these uh, jet skis just flying around and then maybe one of them does like a hard like break and then like this is our intro really to captain hooktail again like he flies off it and lands on top of the pirate uh the pirate ship on their on their deck mm-hmm. does a maneuver he he signaled for that of course Su- superhero landing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pulls out sword uh yep uh Pulls out a sword. Also, he he probably uh, whips his tail around and, and smacks somebody in the face with the hook on the Ouch. end of it. Ouch! Takes an eye. 
Which is which is also a nice um it's a nice new gold hook. Oh. I think he had just a silver hook the first time, but now he's he's upgraded. It's it's nice. And of course he's still wearing his, his father's super admiral hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got the feather in there. <laughs> which which still makes no sense because it, it's very large. <laughs> Sometimes it goes down into his eyes, but he adapts. It's also got a huge feather on it, and he uses that in combat, actually. <laughs> and and a, and so you know it's a super admiral's hat. It's got a cape off the back. Oh, on the hat itself. The hat. The hat. <laughs> on the hat's got a cape. Yeah. That's how it is. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. I mean, it could have just had like a a sewn in like monogram thing that said like S A or something. No, like that's that, but... no, that's a mockery of the super admiral hat. The real super admiral hats have a cape on it, Keith. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not a feather or a cape, man. It, it is, it is big and gaudy, and that's how you know it's a super admiral. Yep. Now, does he also just have a regular cape as well? <laughs> so this one, this cape kind of comes down like over his like shoulders a bit, but then he also has his full cape. Full cape, yeah, double cape. Sure, yeah. Makes okay, that's gonna to have to, that's gonna have to come in. That'll come in handy someplace uh, further down. Yeah, the line, that's I that's think. a a MacGuffin. That's a what's it called? Chekhov's gun. Maybe. Yep. I think we referenced that in the first one too. <laughs> you don't put a double cape into a movie unless you're gonna use it later. <laughs> unless you're gonna use that <laughs> double cape later, yeah. Nope. All right, so uh, you know we see that we see his team kind of make quick work of the of the other pirates, and. Uh, you know, kind of either run them off, or you know, he sinks the other ship, uh, the the other pirate ship, not the cruise ship, obviously. <laughs> and uh, another successful mission. <laughs> People are just screaming in the water. Um, and he somehow he's uh, he's I don't know he's gifted uh, with you know some I don't know, like a reward or something at that him and his team are. Um, uh, maybe the next scene is them on shore or maybe on the Ahoy Ahoy. Well, no, I guess it wouldn't make sense for what I was gonna say. Like they're all celebrating and drinking in a in a, a pub of some kind, and then like Captain Hooktail is approached by someone, and maybe this is where the 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 heist kicks off. I was gonna think. Uh, I was suggesting that we figure out. Um, does he have a new first mate oh, that we yes that we're gonna that we're gonna meet? Um, and. We're introduced to this character, of course, when they get all up onto the deck of the pirate ship and start hacking. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we had all right, so we killed off Calico Calypso. She she was bad news. Yeah, she actually got crushed by the large ball of twine in the first. I hate one. to see that. Um, and with with I do believe a line something like like I at least I've got eight lives left or something like that. Some some good line like that i don't know did we did we use ev- every cat pun possible impossible <laughs> no yeah. um so is this first mate again another uh female first mate probably gotta have alliteration again um and then it was a cat term and then kind of a nautical term mm. it- Calico and Calypso, those it's a cat term and nautical term. Right, isn't it? I don't know. Isn't Calypso a sea goddess of some kind and then like Calico is a mm. kind of cat? Or coloring on a cat? Mm-hmm. That that is true. Hmm. 
don't like that. It only took us like 15 minutes to hit a wall. Um, <laughs> well, it doesn't have to be that way, of course. Well, because, I mean, obviously, you know, in, in every sequel, you at some point you get introduced to several new characters that are being introduced into the... Uh, I have it. Her name right. is Maine Coon Monsoon. Oh, man. I was going to say Maine Coon Maggie. That's so weird. But I, I, Maggie wasn't like a nautical term, so I was like, well, I'll keep it to myself. And then you said Maine Coon. I was like, holy shit. Uh, Her name is actually Maine Coon Maggie, but she goes by Maine Coon. Man's, yeah. Mons- oh, God. Maine, Maine Coon Mons- Oh, my God. Monsoon. Yeah. Maine Coon Ma- Monsoon. Maggie, Maggie Monsoon, but... She's realized that you have to have a cat nickname and in still, order to be on this show. Again, so. One second, guys. My Xbox just turned itself on. Be right back. Ooh, interesting. Okay. I unplugged it. Won't be doing that again. All right. It'd be really weird if it did it again, I guess. Uh, all right. Where were we? Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Maine Coon Monsoon. Maine Coon Monsoon. Yeah, and and she's just taken that nickname because it sounded like something she needed in order to get onto onto his and team. And again, just got to reemphasize, no one is aware he's a cat. No, no, no they just they just do it. It's just what it is. Yeah, she's taken up this cat nickname because she feels she needs to, but never once is it like, yeah, I'm working for a pirate cat. Well, he's not yeah. a pirate. He's a super admiral. But, well, look, you can take the you can take the cat out the pirate, but you can't take the pirate out the cat. Derek, mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going to end up learning eventually. Mm. Okay. So we're 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 introduced to her. They've uh, and 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 Drew. I think you know. Obviously, yeah, they're not pirates anymore. They're they're on the straight and narrow, but they still like to do pirate type things. So they uh, they would land the. The Ahoy Hoy, uh, it's some sort of uh, place where they're probably sitting around and then, you know, drinking and celebrating their good deeds. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then maybe there's some shady guy in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how does how does yeah, so, Captain Hooktail know to approach? Well, well maybe there's a maybe someone yeah, shines a light over there. People, people, people approach him. I mean, he's, he's the super admiral now. He doesn't have to approach anybody. That's true. They, they, uh, they all come to him now. Um, or, or maybe it's like uh, someone, uh, the the waitress comes by and gives uh, Captain Hooktail a drink, and it's just like, oh, what's this for? And it's like courtesy of the the man in the corner, and the saucer of milk. Yeah. It's <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> I, I have an idea. Hear me out. <laughs> yes. Right. So we'll, we'll fill in the details. But this guy approaches uh, Captain Hooktail, Super Admiral Hooktail, uh, with a business proposition that isn't shady. It's on the up. It looks, at least it appears to be on the up. He needs protection. He needs his ship protected as it's carrying some very valuable cargo. And okay. it's it is another it's another cruise liner sort of thing, and there's something that's worth a lot of money on it or whatever, right? But in reality, that's a diversion, right? They're they're going to pretend to somebody's going to be trying to steal this very valuable thing, but this guy and his crew are going to kidnap somebody off of the boat. Oh, right. 
So it looks like, okay, so it's not like, oh, this is not something shady. This is the bad guy. This is is the big bad introduction. Uh, But he comes out, comes across as a a legitimate business person. We don't want to. Maybe the first mate's like, no, no, no. But Captain Tail's like, I got a good feeling about this or whatever. And then he ends up getting okie-doked. And the real valuable thing was like, I don't know, some princess or something like that gets stolen off the ship. So kind of like, um, uh, was it Jewel of the Nile? I guess the old, the old movie Jewel, Jewel of the Nile, where like the jewel ends up being a person. I don't understand anything, any old thing that's not Columbo. So, yeah, <laughs> it could it could be like that. I meant like, I mean, it could totally be like that. But I meant maybe uh, since since they're like the the super uh, the super nautical security force. Um, this guy has him occupied protecting a MacGuffin as opposed to the real thing. Okay, now I was going to just uh, Google search um, cat terms so I could maybe work mm-hmm. in like what this this person's name was or something. And Google's first thing as I got to cat term was cat terminal velocity. Oh, is the first thing that <laughs> is the first thing that shows up. Now, what is that? I don't know, um, but it's the number one thing on Google mm-hmm. there. Terminal velocity. While falling, a cat spreads out its body to increase drag. An average-sized cat with its limb extended achieves a terminal velocity of about 60 miles per hour, uh, while the average-sized man gets a terminal velocity of about 120 miles per now hour. Now, that is also is under a bit of a Chekhov's gun. Cat, <laughs> this is under Wikipedia under cat writing reflex. Cats are crazy. Basically explaining how they fall from 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 heights. So, um, but that's that's cat terminal velocity. So I wanted to find out just some cat terms. Um, I'm, I'm guessing this 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 uh, the shady individual. He's probably not going to have a cat related name though. No. Well, Maybe it's can. a dog related but, but, name. Maybe like an alley cat sort of thing, or like a tomcat, or mm-hmm. uh, Tom. It's a feral cat. Um, yeah, uh, hmm. Tom Farrell. Yeah, uh, Tom Farrell. I think that's good. And he's right. really a cat too, but you can't tell. You can't tell. Maybe it's revealed. Oh well, I don't know how that would work out. Actually, I was gonna say like maybe he like eventually we get to a point with Captain Hooktail where he's just like, I won't do this anymore. I can't. And the guy's just like, Well, I'll reveal your deepest, darkest secret. And and you're actually a cat and it's just like oh my god this guy this guy knows some some stuff also can he be british so he's sir thomas farrell oh, sir thomas no. farrell he wears a suit yes he's a cat though and he's got slicked back like pat riley hair um a monocle on, t- on top of his cat head yep a monocle, very suave sure. mm-hmm very debonair oh, three three capes yeah. <laughs> one on one on back <laughs> One on each shoulder. Because he can't wear it on the hat. That's a super admiral thing. And this guy yeah. is not, not a super admiral. And he's, uh, and Meowkin sees him and he senses something's a little weird, but even he's having, he's can't even tell that it's, that he's a cat right mm-hmm. away. He's just, he tells, he can see something's a little bit off, but he's like, yeah, okay, yeah. And just kind of goes on. He's with blinded it. by the amount of money that's being offered. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy throws down like a bag of gold. Yeah, and he's just like, and that's just the upfront payment. And I think this is at this point where like um, where somebody leans in and is like, you know, we do take Venmo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> this world that's not too different than our own, they're still throwing around bags of gold as payment. <laughs> well, look, I mean, he's again, he's a pirate at heart. This guy knows how to get like this guy knows how to at least get to like get his attention. And he throws down this. Uh, he throws down uh, the bag of gold. <laughs> We're pirates. We're and, not barbarians. Um, we have Ben Meow. Yeah. And I think I think Meowkin says, uh, you know, let me let me think on it. Let me sleep on it. And uh, and we see him. Uh, he grabs a grabs a little bag of catnip, and then he kind of disappears for the evening. <laughs> Was he gonna do drugs? Is he off gonna just yeah. shoot up? Look, I mean, <laughs> then there's this really this crazy psychedelic drug scene. Um, he ties up his arm. He's shooting up catnip. <laughs> he sinks Sherlock into Holmes. the couch. Um, he's walking upside down whoa, on the ceiling whoa, whoa, wait, whoa. all over Why the place. Talking I mean, to his dead dad. He's talking to his dead dad. <laughs> exactly. This is this is what I was okay. getting to. Is, I mean, he's he's doing the drugs because he, it, you know, despite all that he's been trying to do and all the good that he's been trying to do, he's still haunted by how everything ended. And this is, uh, you know, this is the way that he gets by uh, every now and then. Mm. So it's it's not he's a perfect. Got, he, he has to numb the sense. He has to numb the senses. Yeah, he's a flawed hero. Yeah, this was not a thing in the, the be- first. The movie, best of kind. Course. But now we we realize no, 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 it's no. developed. What is what does his dad say to him in his fever dream, his hallucination? Like he's he's just like, Dad, I don't should I take this job? He's just like, You're a super admiral, son. His dad speaks like cryptically and backwards. He's like, strip the strip the and like he never understands him. But he always He wakes up, I'm gonna take it. To do it, Dad. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Dad's right. Dad's right. <laughs> uh, well, well, us watching the movie, we never understand it. Jonathan always seems to understand what his dad says, even though it's bad. Maybe yeah, it's like talking he, to Chewbacca. Maybe later in the movie, it's revealed like what his dad actually said, or what Meowkins actually heard his dad say, and that's like the the crux, or like that's the thing that ties everything together at the end, or something like that. Oh, we're we're gonna have. Are we gonna have like multiple check? There's. I'm throwing checkoff gun everywhere. I'm throwing some fake checkoffs gun in here. Yeah, because there's gonna be at some point in time where it's revealed to us what his dad has been saying, which is probably like, no, do not <laughs> yeah, do this. That's that's the, all that it pans out to be is just like, yeah, I told you not to do it. And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that. Yeah. All right. So it's which, really by the his way, dad. That, which, hmm? No, no, no! Is in his fever dream oh. that he's having. Like oh, he's, I, I, I he's thought it was going to be revealed that, that he's actually communicating with his real dad. Um, he could. He well, he could be communicating with his spirit through by like taking large doses. But he's not dead though. His dad isn't dead up. though. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, he, well, his dad was. It, they dug him up dead. I mean, they may be reviving him or something. We don't know that yet. But I'm not going to get into how the soul works. Yeah, but he's but he, he sees his dad. His dad says something to him. It's backwards. Yeah. He understands okay. it. We don't. And also, eventually, it's going to be that when he realizes that like he's misinterpreted this, that's when he decides that he should not be doing uh, all these drugs. Yeah, he, so he needs to back off the catnip later on and 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 
and get himself clean. But that's a separate thing later on. All right, so he, he the next morning uh, goes back. You know, he him him and the uh, him and the Ahoy Hoy and his and his crew. Maggie. They, yep, yep, uh, Miss Monsoon. Mm-hmm. They uh, they get they. I don't know. I think I'm. I'm thinking they kind of fly up next to uh, this other guy's ship, and they're like, "All right, we're taking the job. Where are we going?" Mm. Uh, now, okay, yeah. So is it, so is is Sir Thomas Farrell? Does he have his own boat as well? Then, or is he probably just, like, if he's going to pull off to get on a uh, whatever his ulterior motive is, he's probably got to have his own ship. He's got a yacht. Seems like a guy with a yacht. Yeah. But the, the the yacht is floating on the water. It's not flying. No, no. It's he's still he's traditional. Uh, on the although water. maybe later on it's revealed. Holy shit! It's also a dirigible. <laughs> it's like an iceberg. Oh, There's like a get, yacht on top. It's a huge submarine. Um, oh, that's cool. And then that turns into a dirigible. So it's oh, it's yeah. got it. Dis- it's going to disconnect at some point in time. Like in order to escape, uh, it disconnects from the from the sub. Yeah, and we're going to have a dirigible chase at some of course. point. It's got the one thing High that speed the Ahoy Ahoy can't do is underwater. Of course, maybe in the third mm-hmm. movie, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. the final frontier for the Ahoy Ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except they never mind the water. They went into the air, space. and then they're going to eventually come back to go deep sea at yeah. some point. But yeah, all right, goes back, and so the 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 job is as uh, Captain Hooktail understands is that they are protecting once again a cruise ship. Um, yes, but the actual mission, the the ulterior mission or the distraction is there that Tom is going to kidnap someone off the cruise ship. Yes. Yeah, but, it's not. Ju- it's not just your typical normal cruise ship. It's uh, why I'm thinking it's got. It's got a lot of um, uh, high-ranking members of like governments or something. Okay. And their families. It's like some sort of. Uh, I I do have a uh, question. Why Why would Tom hire the the top-ranked security force to the heist, to 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 the kidnapping? Why would he want them there to begin with? If they weren't going to be there to begin with, why would he? It's. It's a um, misdirection, ultimate misdirection. If it's to keep them occupied, because there's also going to be the the fake heist that's stealing something of value, mm-hmm. but the real value that gets lost in all the commotion okay. is whoever. Okay, I was thinking, wouldn't because wouldn't it be better if for the kid? Was afoot, okay. they would be there anyway. You're right. right. Okay. So the plan is to keep them occupied with protecting something that isn't. Okay. He doesn't care about. All right. I, I'm on board. Oh, so is it possible that the uh, the actual heist itself is not anywhere on this boat at all? Like, they're someplace else doing something? That's what I was kind of wondering. Like, maybe if they're protecting this cruise ship, maybe Tom is off somewhere else pulling a kidnapping somewhere else. And that's the ultimate diversion. Could be. Sure. Yeah, he's uh, he's kidnapping somebody a, uh, on land someplace else. There's a big elsewhere. party with a bunch of governors, and uh, Tom goes there while while um, Captain Hooktail is off on this cruise ship. Maybe 
maybe he implied that there was some like huge amount of riches on the cruise ship that needed protecting. Sure. And then, and then there's a, another boat that's got all of these dignitaries on it and it explodes. Oh. But somebody somebody is kidnapped off of it first. Oh. Man. And it's mm-hmm. like some sort of heiress or something like that. And all the other governors gone. Mm-hmm. That 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 leaves a power gap, of course. Yep. But, but only the only the governors, not not like presidents and uh, yeah, it was, of countries. It was, it was the fifty third <laughs> annual governors convention. The mingle. Where all the all the governors. Ooh, get a governor the, a governor's ball. <laughs> Governing all, lonely. They all get I together. To There's a governor off. There's um uh, the traditional you say, know like. Uh, Sipping of the governor juice. I have no idea. I'm just there's the, the governor three legged race. Yeah, governor yeah, wheelbarrow race, of, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, laser tag, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just for governors. <laughs> and then, why was this uh, this heiress there? Um. She was maybe the a daughter of. She's a daughter of a governor, I guess. Oh yeah. Or oh maybe she's the wife of the go- of one of the governors, and uh, but like Fian- he married he, of one he there, married yes. into money, and uh, so she's she's the fiance of one of the governors, and if they do get married, it's it's uh it it something the power that it'll you know the yeah like of the w- yeah two states two countries coming together one, or something yeah. or two states coming together yes and Tom no. Doesn't want that. He wants that money. Mm-hmm. There's a big vault somewhere that only this heiress can can unlock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, in the process of this, uh, he, uh, Sir Thomas Farrell and his people, though, after the explosion mm-hmm. stuff, and they've kidnapped her and they've got her hid away. He though makes some accusations and points some fingers, and he's got some you know doctored up oh, uh, God. evidence. That makes it look like uh, Meowkins and his crew uh, were behind the the attack. Oh, shit! And uh, the and the explosion. Well, okay, of if course. we're gonna do that, wouldn't it, okay? Let let me back up. Wouldn't it be better to actually have Meowkins on the scene protecting then? Yes. All right. I'm. Uh, we we're throwing an audible again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So they're not they're not doing some sort of. Abs- well, I, well, maybe it's just just the governors are there. Mm-hmm. On the boat that's exploded, and you know their their families mm-hmm. and fiancés and other people are someplace else, and yeah, that lady gets she gets kidnapped, but uh, Hooktail is there protecting. Yep, maybe does fight off some pirates that maybe Tom Farrell actually hired to like you know give the illusion that there was a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and while Hooktail's doing that, Tom Farrell does his plot, kidnaps, leaves the bomb. And then once Captain Hooktail is done fighting off the pirates, that's when the boat explodes. Like another mission success. And and in the wake of in the wake of everything, it you know it he, him and his team are now suddenly framed for yes. this whole activity. Hooktail on the run. Mm-hmm. I like it. Hooktail on the run. <laughs> <laughs> on the run. All right, we're working on the soundtrack here again as well. What's Paul McCartney doing? <laughs> Anything? <laughs> no. I'm, I'm sure he's busy. <laughs> he recently performed in Green Bay. I think he's available. Oh. Do Meowkins and his crew, do they get arrested at all at, at this Maybe point? 
most of the crew probably gets arrested. Maybe it'd be better to trim down who doesn't, and maybe Hooktail and uh, Miss Monsoon do not, and maybe a few others, but like most of the crew does get arrested, gets taken. I'm think I'm thinking Hooktail gets gets arrested and oh. it is, uh, and it's Maine Coon Monsoon has to get him okay. Out. And maybe when he does get because now he's he's he has to leave his crew behind. Well, he's going bit. through his mind, you know. In his mind now, it's he's kind of thinking, oh, you know what? I you know, Monsoon's probably the one who you know who did us in here because he's you know he's been betrayed his, before. His previous first mate, you know, stabbed him in the back on you know on this stuff. So he's thinking it's her, and then we're gonna have to have a jailbreak scene. Uh, where she's leading the rescue to get him out, mm-hmm. and and thus kind of like you know, you know, giving him some more confidence about his choices and and who he's hanging and out. Maybe with. before that happens, he goes into some catnip withdrawal. I was gonna say yes. He he mm-hmm. has to get clean while he's locked up because he has no access, and while he's doing this weird oh, hallucination, his dad his talks da- to him. Dad comes to him and is just like, Dad, why did you tell me I should? take the job and he's like i fucking didn't <laughs> oh can i swear i don't remember <laughs> okay. yeah you can oh yeah so now though in in this in this withdrawal hallucination it's all um everything is is to where like we can understand what's being mm-hmm. said it's all it's not in reverse it's anymore. not garbled yeah and at the very end uh of this hallucination uh hooktail is is saying, Dad, you need to come help me. You come rescue me. He's like, I'm coming for you, son. And right when it happens, like the wall bursts open, and then oh. there's uh, main Kun Monsoon. Yeah. Maybe the, so it's the, like... <laughs> the dad is in front of him, in front of that wall. Yeah, and then, and then just boom. Boom. the wall breaks open, yeah. and it's a really bright light. He can't see who it is. He's like, Dad, no, it's no, it's 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 Maggie Monsoon. Maggie Monsoon. It's kind of like in um, like in Empire Strikes Back when Luke is. And he, he sees Ben and like he's reaching out to him and also it's really Han yeah. Tauntaun yeah and they roll up. and so the uh, the wall blows out and it's uh, it, it seems to be raining and stuff and there's a uh, there's uh, there's Maggie and she's on like one of those like um, those like ladders that come down from like a plant like, oh a rope uh, ladder a, ro- a rope ladder <laughs> yeah. and she's standing there because because the dirigible <laughs> is you know the ahoy hoy and the dirigible is right there for some reason and, uh, I, I pictured her in a cherry picker. You know, like um, <laughs> coming from the ground. I don't know why. I love the yeah, mixing like of pirate. I like that idea better. <laughs> oh, it's so good. So wait, which one? Cherry somehow, picker or rope? Somehow nobody else at the prison has noticed a giant <laughs> flying ship dirgeable coming up either. Well, it's got stealth technology. Yeah. It, well, yeah. We've never we've never figured out how it because it has some kind of like a weird nuclear fusion uh, powered engine and stuff. So I mean, it's mm. got the ability to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So it is a rope ladder. Yes. So, just for just a little added flair, there's some cat toys. You know those little dangling toys, just right at the bottom of the <laughs> rope ladder. And Captain Hooktail gives that a little swat before getting on. Does mm-hmm. Does the rest of the crew make it out with Hooktail? Was Hooktail kept separate from the rest of the crew? Uh, the the majority okay. of them. You know, it, they they get the majority of the people. Obviously, there's going to be a few uh, fine, but they'll get them. There's going to be a few guys who are wearing red shirts that get you know that they get killed off in the process, of but, course. And there's a big like swashbuckling sword fight scene where the 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 guards for the prison come bust in and they have swords. Uh, it does. It wouldn't make sense and, for Tom to be there, mm-hmm. not at all. 
No. No, 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 no. He's out he's out kind of enjoying uh what he thinks is his is his big win. Is it, but is, they take one of them, one of the guards as prisoner so they can get some information out of him. Admit. Oh yeah, they're going to they're going to have to do a uh we're going to have to like a uh, not all a torture scene but a um uh, what, what would be, be a, a cat a torture scene? scene. Just like up on his lap like kneading. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, maybe, maybe he's, uh, oh, they're, oh, they're in, they're in the dirigible, mm-hmm. uh, and they're, they're flying along at, you know, a, a larger, uh, height than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, uh, the guard then out on the plank. Still. Oh, they still have a plank going here and he's on like a chair and it's kind of like could lean either way, lean either way. And they're, they're peppering him with questions about, you know, uh, you know, who was behind the whole mm-hmm. thing and. Uh, where they can find uh, Sir Thomas Farrell, because obviously Hooktail's also he he's he knows that Sir Thomas Farrell's behind it. He just assumed that uh, that Maggie Monsoon was involved. Yeah. Keep talking. Well. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh. Okay. Um, so probably it's revealed that. By the way, I think Derek did this in the first one. Ah, uh, it's ringing a bell. Um, yeah. It's probably revealed that Tom Farrell. Maybe we even cut to a scene of Tom talking to the heiress and like getting the information of where the vault is. Because there's a vault, right? Yes. So he yeah. gets that information, and maybe that's where he is currently on his way to that vault, and that's the information they get out of the guard. Is it? Is it? Is it a vault that just has like money and jewels, or is there maybe some sort of like a technology thing here? Mm, what do you mean, like? Well, uh, it, uh, hmm. well, it, so obviously we said you know, it's Tom cherry Farrell, picker he's, technology. He is a cat. Him, he is a he's a cat himself. Uh huh. And Meowkins is also a cat. Um, is is maybe he's uh finding some technology that they may need for a war to come. Uh, oh. I see. I mean, it's it's technology for planes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about technology that might be used to bring a former super admiral back from the dead. Well, isn't he already back from the dead? I guess I don't know. No, I thought we'd just been seeing his spirit and his ghost. I thought he was dragged thing. away to be made a cyborg by. Uh... Yeah, but I think is it like we're, we've only been seeing him like a like a force ghost type okay. version of him. Which which could all just be in in uh, Meowkin's mind. Yeah. I mean, we've never he's been either high on drugs or withdrawing, so we've never actually it's never been like yes he's actually talking to an actual spirit. He's just having these hallucinations. Um. I think okay, maybe so, we yeah, don't have to we don't so, have to figure out what's in the vault yet until until we open well, the I vault. I guess my question is here in in the way that we're going and uh Derek are you back yet? I'm right here. I just sat down. Yeah. Okay. Uh so are we going to get to the point where Sir Thomas Farrell and Jonathan Mackins are related? Mm. That would be a twist. I mean they are both cats. That's that's what I'm wondering. Are we going to find out that they're like that they're brothers or something at some point in time. I mean, that was a twist of the first one, though, right? It, it kind of a twist that in that it was revealed that it was actually his father, but it was very human father. 
and it's not so much a twist for us watching it, knowing that they're both cats, so something's gonna happen here. It's the only other sure. cat. Or is that too much on? Is that too much like, hey, that's what everyone's expecting here? No, I like it though. I think we should lean into the, like, it's supposed to be shocking, but it's not really. But I think that it's supposed to be shocking. So let's let's lean into it. So that's what I was thinking is that maybe uh, this uh, the heiress that that he's kidnapped. You know, the, the vault that they're trying to get to, it, it wasn't necessarily that she has money and riches and jewels and stuff. Maybe she has some sort of, uh, maybe she has some sort of technology or, you know, some sort of thing that that is going to be necessary for, mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be necessary towards this this war to come that, that's been alluded mm-hmm. to before. And, and that he he's stealing this because he's, he wants that. You know, it's a yeah. It's eventually leading up to something in the future, but like Jonathan Meowkins has no idea that this is all connected. He's he just thinks he's been. Uh, and now, it's it's understood that uh, Tom Farrell is on the other side of that war. Whatever it ends up being. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if? Okay, I like that. We don't have to figure out exactly what that technology is yet. Oh yeah, it's not yeah, okay, so I was thinking, yeah, maybe he was trying to find the technology that helps uh bring Super Admiral Malkins and, and makes him a cyborg. But no, maybe he's finding this whatever that he's trying to get mm-hmm. is the thing he is gonna be the opposite end of the war mm-hmm. uh that, that we're eventually gonna need. Um Okay. That the Meowkins are eventually gonna have to fight. And that's what he's trying to get out of this vault. Technology in the vault. And probably also some golden jewels. Like, why not? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's sitting there. Like... Also, ooh, this could be good. What if there's actually some catnip also in the vault for some reason? Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, <laughs> fighting in there, and that's, like, the temptation during the fight or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, like, he could, like, pick some up and, like, like blow it in his face or something like well, that. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Let's, let's get to the vault he, first. He's been, he... Yeah, he was in jail for like a week. He's he's, he's pretty uh, clean now. <laughs> I don't know how cat. Yeah, all right, works, so they but. they so they broken him out. They uh, they interrogate slash torture the guard. Um, I like the idea of they they eventually they push him over the plank, but and he thinks he's gonna fall all the way down, but they've got like a string attached to it, like a rope. And so he's just left to dangle. <laughs> just. Yeah, they, they, dangle they uh, get out of the guard that Tom Tom Farrell is heading towards the vault, and for some reason, this guard also was maybe in the room when they got the information out of the the heiress where the vault is. So now they know where to go. So they're on in pursuit of Tom Farrell. All the while, this guard is, is just hanging. Now, when he got pushed off of the plank, yeah, mm-hmm. did Meowkins give him like that? asshole cat push you know where like the cat would just yep. sit up there and just knock something off of a shelf yep like, with his tail no nah, just with the with the paw i'll sit there and stare at you uh-huh. and then just go boop and knock boop. it off just nonchalantly uh, it, it, yeah either that or like you know he's like okay fine you're you're good and he turns and he kind of slowly rubs up against like the leg of the chair knocking mm-hmm. him off like mm-hmm. yeah in a, in a manner of like arches the back boop. yeah it's like, did did yeah, he do it, it on seemed, purpose, it seemed, or was that just instinct? Like, who knows? Oh yeah, it's it. Who he probably doesn't even know say yeah. he does it. So he's just hanging there. Uh, also, or well, and, if he did it on accident, see, I was gonna say 
maybe he gives a, a cap cap pun punchline a little bit there, but if it's on accident, maybe not. Mm-hmm. He pushes him over and goes, Don't worry, you'll land on your feet. Oh my god. Keith, you've done it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Um and so then and, and we get a nice we get a nice shot. Uh it's it's nighttime. There's a nice full moon, and we get a nice night shot of uh the dirigible hoy hoy. Uh flying away with this rope with like the guard hanging from it as they go and then it and it cuts to our to our next scene which is going to lead into our, like our big climactic end. okay do they is the next scene they they catch up to uh tom farrell's boat which we have yet to name mm. or maybe maybe before uh, well, they do uh, that maybe there's a heart-to-heart scene between Hooktail and and uh, Maggie Monsoon in the captain's quarters while they are in pursuit. Well, are, is this are we've upping this from from a PG thirteen? I'm a... just saying, let's leave it up to the imagination. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think at some point we've seen a uh, we've seen like a little a little romance here. Now that he knows he can trust He's her, just and... like I I thought you would betray me, but you didn't, and she's just like. She reveals her love. Mm-hmm. And maybe she reveals, I know you're a cat, but that's okay. <gasps> and then, like, tears, tears, tears. The best that would be him being like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, cat? What do, what do you mean? Yeah. I don't know. Does, is, 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 is he aware that he's a cat or no? I don't remember. I, don't know. I, like, the, I like it if he does if he's not aware. Yeah. And nobody, he's still, he's, and nobody ever okay. mentions it. Doesn't make You're a difference, right. You're so. right. That is that has been the, mm-hmm. the crux. Um, but he has become aware though that Tom Farrell is a cat. <laughs> like, so, so Tom Farrell himself is a cat, but Meowkins isn't. Meowkins is still does not recognize himself as one, but he now recognizes that Tom Farrell is one. Well, now, here's an interesting question. In this world, not too different than our own, are cats no. a thing? No. Like, as in people having a pet cat? Yeah. Well, maybe. Like, do cats exist? Well, they do, but not as people's pets, I guess, so. Well, then they're not cats, right? Then there's no cats. The only cats that we've seen so far is Hooktail and Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So we never have to we never even have to mention that Farrell's a cat either. Yeah. No. It it never comes up. It's just, just these there's yeah. walking talking cats <laughs> that that do things and nobody ever like says anything yeah. about it, despite that one's dressed with a monocle and very British looking and uh and the and the other one is <laughs> What makes them British looking? With, uh, what well, the monocle, the slick back <laughs> hair, the th- the three wearing capes. a shirt with a Union Jack on it. Um, well, well one tea. of the capes has, at least has that. Yeah, sipping tea. Mm. Yes, Earl Grey. Yeah. Every time we see him, he's got like a he's got a cup of tea in his yeah. hand. He's, yeah, even when he's fighting, he's still got that tea. Always, always. Yeah. So I think, so I think we're gonna get to uh, climactic. Yeah. So the uh, it's. Uh, it's obviously going to be uh, in some like a uh, a port or a, or a bay area because the wherever this um, 
this vault is, it's got to be access to water. Yes. The pirates and all to get there. Um, and, the, and the boats and all to get there. And I think we, we enter into our, you know, the big uh, final act of this where uh, Sir Thomas Farrell and his crew, they are going and they're getting ready to start. Uh, they're getting ready to start opening up the, the vault. They don't know that Meowkins and company have escaped. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're actually kind of there, they're, they're hiding, they're waiting for their their opportunity they to beat, beat them there because nothing can match the ahoy ahoy maybe for some reason tom stuck mm. to the the sea mm-hmm. uh, he wasn't in a rush yeah. to get there he didn't know that anything else was happening and uh and so he gets there and they're kind of in the process of like all right we're gonna get the vault open and and they're just getting ready to like open it and that's when uh meowkins and monsoon and the rest of the crew they pounce and we get a very large uh, swashbuckling-esque fight Beautiful. scene. Beautiful. Because, again, despite that this is a little bit more modern time, uh, they they always go back to the pirate uh, Sword tactic, fights, so. but, like, you, you see people, like, checking their watches mm-hmm. in the middle of the fight. <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, like we had before, you know, they, they could have, they can pay for everything with, yeah. you know, Venmo and stuff, but they still use, they, they hand over bags of gold and things like that. And they, but yeah, they're always going back to the, uh, like a traditional sword fight. How long is the sword of, fight going to last? Letterman's on later. Gotta, gotta get there. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, Letterman's, Letterman's still on yeah. in this world. Okay. Yeah. Letterman is immortal in this world, but no one yeah. really knows that. All right, and so we're we're gonna well, first of all, you're gonna get uh, so you're gonna have the so we're having this big fight. I think at some point in time, we're gonna have to have another. We're gonna have to have a a jet ski chase of some sort, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it's gotta be the because of jet skis is the reason they beat Farrell back to the mm-hmm. vault. Yes, like uh, maybe uh, Hooktails, like well. We can't get there fast enough in this, and then he looks out the corner of his eye, and there's the jet ski, and then he has an idea, mm. and then they catapult the jet ski, and then whatever. Yeah. So yep. there's this sword fight going on, and maybe during that sword fight, Tom grabs the Harris, the heiress, and like grabs and gets on one of the jet skis, and just starts driving Whoa. away. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going with. Is that he takes off, and then Meowkins has to. Give chase yep. on on another Malkins one, and, and monsoon get on another one. I'd say. Well, I no, I think this. What if this happens? He takes off, but Meowkins is able to like, s- like attach a rope to the jet ski, so he's water skiing behind the jet ski, <laughs> and and then Maggie Monsoon mm. comes in on it on like, like like a double jet ski, or she's riding two jet skis. And then when she gets up to him, she can kick one jet ski over to to Hooktail, and he hops on. <laughs> okay, so then we have that we have the mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. and they're kind of, they're crisscrossing back and forth as they chase down, mm-hmm. uh, as they chase down Feral, um, and they're trying to they're trying to catch up with him, which uh, as as they get a little as they get close to each other, maybe there's like uh, you know a little sword fighting action between people that mm-hmm. are. Driving jet skis, is yeah, that, they're they're sure. they're pass, uh, exchanging blows with the swords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, it, 
Farrell's he's he's an amazing mm-hmm. swordsman. So he's he's fighting with one hand and he's steering the mm-mm, jet ski mm-mm. and then T- we, T- see with him, the other. we see him T- with the other hand steering with his knees. Well, <laughs> I was I was gonna say he's you know he's fighting uh, Meowkins on one on one side. He notices Maggie Monsoon pulling up on the other side. He flips it from hand to hand, Ooh. and then he sword fights with her for a bit after he's kind of like pushed me out. And he, you know, they kind of go back and forth a so couple good. times where he's showing his excellent sword skills, fighting the both of them, uh, kind of going back and forth and flipping the sword back and forth. So obviously, this isn't going to work. Very elaborate, very elaborate uh, sword fighting scene. Uh, this isn't going to work, I think, because they are. The, the, obviously, they rec- Malkins re- recognizes. All right, swords aren't working. We got to figure out. By the way, yeah. Drew. Drew. By the way, it, in this world that we're creating, everything okay. works. So just throw. Well, it I'm out just there. saying, Malkins is just like obviously yeah. swords isn't the solution here. We need something else. Something's got to happen, and maybe if they, maybe if they can distract him long enough, he'll like lose focus on driving and like drive into something. I think they need to distract him enough so that somebody can can Get rescue the heiress because she's still holding on to the back the whole time. That's true. So Maggie Monsoon or I'm assuming Hooktail. Yeah, I'm assuming Maggie somehow is gonna is gonna save her and get her off the thing, and then yeah. our our two you know our our two main lead cats yeah are gonna have their their final. What if Hooktail, in order to somehow. really distract him, gets off his jet ski? And jumps on the front of uh, Tom's jet ski and just starts like dueling with him there, right in the front. And that he's standing, he's standing on, on the front, front of the jet, jet ski. <laughs> How big is this jet? It's ski? Big enough. It's big enough. I mean, they're cats, so they're yeah. not huge. Because uh, we established these aren't like they're not like humans, like human sized cats. They're they're still normal cats. Mm-hmm. They're Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So them bouncing around, it's it's very easy. Also, you know the um, you know they're very agile on their feet. So yeah. So he hops over there, and uh, and the two of them are having their final scene. Maggie now. Monsoon takes the heiress and veers off. But mm-hmm. um, I have an idea. It's a bit crazy. Yeah, I have two ideas actually. They're both crazy. <laughs> um. In order to like end this, like, what if Hooktail looks, turns around, sees that they're like uh, gonna hit like a cliff or something, and he has one of one of two ways we could handle this: him getting off the the jet ski and surviving. One, he can unfurl both his capes, uh huh, the Chekhov's gun, <laughs> and like kind of parachute off and back while Tom is left to crash into the uh, into the cliff, or uh, uh, Hooktail looks up, sees the Ahoy Ahoy above him, sees the dangling guard, grabs the guard, and is lifted off. <laughs> I like that, too. I like that better, actually. They're both checkoff guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so could we So we could, could we combine okay. them both? So they're sword fighting. Uh, he's on the front, but at some point in time, he flips, you know, he flips, and so he's more towards mm-hmm. the back. And so... Um, Farrell's not looking at him, or is not looking ahead. They're okay. kind of looking at each other, and Meowkin sees that they are coming up on, you know, like a a, a cliff base mm-hmm. or something like, you know, the base. Maybe of it's a, a waterfall. This ocean uh, makes no sense. 
<laughs> well, no, they're they're coming up on like they're coming up like near okay. an island, and there's like a, you know like a, a full rock wall type thing um, that they're coming up on. He sees it. Uh, Farrell doesn't. They are uh, sword fighting right up to the end. Boom! He unfurls both capes. That makes like that parachute thing. So he he flies off. Farrell turns around at the last minute and sees right before boom, huge explosion because he hits the wall. And then as Meowkins starts to come down, he thinks he's about to also um, hit the cliff. Or? No, no. As he thinks he's about to like come down and land in the water, he gets <laughs> he gets hooked on the guard. The, uh, he gets hooked on the guard. Who's at this who's point still like passed there. out. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just sleeping. Yeah. He's yeah. And, and so. <laughs> yep. And it's because you know the uh, the ahoy hoy they they've flown it. They were flying it over to like you know follow this chase yeah. as it went. There's along. some there's and some so random kind of caught crew member who's just like I've I've got you, Captain. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect. Uh, the the same oh the same guy who in the first one after his uh, the same guy who in the first movie after uh, his dad gets thrown over the, it's like, the yeah, chef like poked it's his head the out chef. I think we yeah, said it was he the chef. his head out like the little thing goes <laughs> he's, gone. he's gone like this time he pokes his head out and he goes I got you captain nodding his head instead of shaking his head it's some it's some good yeah, uh, a nice little um, nice little Easter egg back to the, the first book one. ending a, a bit. Um, also, I was yeah. gonna say during that fight, before all this happens, at some point Tom has to reveal uh, that they're they're related, or does he? Or that there's not, I, there's more like us. Oh, that's that's they're not oh, related, okay. Yeah, but there's more like. All right, us. so so yeah, so we have to back up a little bit here. That some point along the way, during this, is this is during the fight scene that that they're doing that he mm-hmm. reveals this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he he reveals that there's there's more like us, um, which kind of throws you know it, it throws him for a loop, and he's trying to like he's trying to lure him over, like you know come come on you know, sorry for framing you before, come with me. There's more like us, you know. We're gonna run this world, uh-huh. uh huh. At at some point in time, and and then you know it leads to you know the big uh, parachute mm-hmm. cape and. Um, and the explosion and everything like that. And, and, you know, we're, you know, we're kind of stuck with now Meowkin's wondering what's what, that mean? You know, what's that mean? What, what exactly is it like, and how many more like him are there is, and, and how can he find them? I like it. So would the final scene be them opening the vault? Well, I think, I think the, the final scene is, yeah, they go back mm-hmm. to the vault where we can see that, Meowkin's crew has taken out the all mm-hmm. the other. They've taken out Farrell's crew. They're kind of they got them all like tied up and you know sitting there. And maybe there's some other like police type officials that are you know you know taking them into custody and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, the heiress, uh, you know, she helps them finish opening up the vault. We can f- find out. I guess we find out what this technology thing is. But she's also obviously she's gonna you know she rewards them. Uh, you know, with some gold and gold jewels and cash jewels. as well for for saving her and, and stuff like that. What if uh, the, um, this technology is a whistle of some sort and it's, like, revealed to be a cat whistle? <laughs> oh, instead of, like, the dog whistle? Yeah, something like that. I like it. 
Well, that, well okay. So then, how many cat people uh, are we gonna? How many cats are are there gonna be in this world? I don't know. <laughs> There's a whole like forgotten. Uh, maybe they don't even blow the whistle this movie. It's just yeah. left for the next movie, of course. Oh, I'm, well, that could be your, I mean, couldn't that be like the final scene right when they go to cut is he, he blows, blows the, the whistle. whistle, zooms in on his face as he's looking around, and you just hear a lot of distant meowing. <laughs> Who blows the whistle? Meowkins? Yeah. Meowkins, yeah. He's got to know why why Tom needed this whistle. I like the idea that the whistle, um, or whatever, is dangerous to cats. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he had to get it to keep it out of the hands of these non-cat people, the humans. <laughs> so, the, the, is it basically the normies? Is it revealed that like Tom was like right, <laughs> or yeah, was maybe Tom, or was maybe what if uh, whoever can control the cats controls the world, and. Okay. So Tom, like Tom wanted them for his side in, uh, in in controlling the world, and for this apparent war that's coming up. If, um, but now that Hooktail has the, the the whistle, now he controls the cats, and that that'll help turn the tides in the coming. He just war. he just doesn't know yeah. it yet. He he doesn't know that he's going to be able to control, um, an army. Maybe there's a lot. Maybe there's a lost island of cats someplace that will. That can sway the uh, the the inevitable war like to come. It. So does that mean he doesn't blow it just yet? Not this movie. No, I I think yeah, we we learn mm-hmm. what it is, but I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna blow it right away. Because obviously, if, if he's not near any other the of these cats creatures, like nothing's actually. The Eris reveals what it is, and and we guess we leave it at that. I suppose. But what what if like um, when they're fighting and he tells them about this technology, this whistle? Uh, what if uh, Tom? Oh yeah, Farrell, Farrell. Tom Tom explains what the oh. whistle is and what he was trying to do, and that there's more like us and stuff like that. I like it. Yeah, a very but, cha- a very chatty sword yeah. fight. It's very he can, he's double tap. He's like he's sword fighting. He's chatting. He's taking sips of tea in the middle of it. His tail. He's got. He's picking up the tea. Oh, with the classic! Tail and he's just, boom. Yeah, that's great. I think that's all right. So we've so we've gotten it where like at the end he's gotten, um, Hooktail's gotten access to the, to the cat whistle, um, and some jewels and stuff, and now they're, they're setting sail mm-hmm. again, and they're they're heading back out, um, to go. Kind of do their thing, or are you know, they? They've, they've solved are they going to head to the Isle of Cats? And that's kind of where we leave it. I, that that's where we're that's where we're yeah. understanding that they've. Uh, ooh, ooh, maybe he does blow the whistle. Maybe we get to see him blow the whistle, and that. You know, we get that. That's the end. You know, that's the end in the credits, and in the post credits. We we are introduced to an Isle of Cats. And you just suddenly see like a bunch of cats, kind of like you—you you don't really see them right away, and all of a sudden you can some heads just start popping up and looking around, mm-hmm. like they're suddenly alert. Maybe when he blows the whistle, it like it gives him a bearing, like the compass automatically starts pointing towards it. It's like 
magical in that sense or something. So then he can go to that island now too. Yeah, you don't want to reveal that island at the. In the post yeah, yeah, credits. okay, yeah. The big, the no, big no, reveal okay, for well, the well, third well. movie is what gets revealed at the <laughs> post credits. All right, so he. All right, you know what? He doesn't blow the whistle. At I know he just he's. We'll 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 skip that. We'll just get to the point though. But he now has the whistle. He puts it around his neck. Okay. And they and they uh, and it pans out from there. Him, um, Mancun and the chef, uh, and the rest of the crew, and they're yep, and the chef, and they're <laughs> they're ready to start flying off into the sunset. I dig it. Yeah. And then we and then we roll into our into our credits. Now, in the post credit of this one. Could it- um, did you have an idea? Well, I, I thought at some point we would have to reintroduce, um, uh, catnip or Katniss. Yeah. That's yeah, kind of what I was thinking yeah. too. Katniss nip needs to like reappear. She, uh, maybe um, it's her reporting to someone and saying hooktail has found the whistle. Tom has failed or something like that. And there's like, Oh, she's, she's sitting there talking to somebody. Yeah. And then, and, and we just see her talking, and then she gets up and starts walking away, and it reveals, um, it's like a hospital mm-hmm. bed type thing, and then we, that's where we see Jonathan Meowkin Sr., now half man, half robot, and his eye uh, opens, laying in the bed where he's been recovering, and you can tell he's not a hundred percent there. Like she's just been talking to him to tell him stuff, but he's. You know, he's still She's just out of feeding it him information to get him angry. He he has no idea that who his son is and anything. Mm-hmm. And she walks away and it and it sits there and it focuses on the bed and it kind of gets close and all of a sudden like his mm-hmm. eye opens. Red light. And then Oh, it no, it opens and it's not just like a red light, it looks like a cat oh, eye. Perfect. It's 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 red like the Terminator eye, but it's got that so nice wait, little like what, curvy like but thing in the middle. He's human. He's human, but okay, they, they made his eye look like a cat's eye. His, his no point eye really. Like just eye. the only eye we have available. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and that uh, that ends it. Yeah, and, and that and that ends it. And um, I think we well we've. I was gonna say we answered some questions, but I don't think we answered any questions. I think we opened up a lot more. We made this war this war, quote unquote, just a whole lot bigger and very much more mysterious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is what you're supposed to do with your sequel. I mean, you gotta you gotta amp it up. I mean, okay. And we took a guy who you know, pretend, who was a villain when we first started with him. I mean, he was a, he was a traditional pirate robbing and stealing and stuff, and now he's a he's a big time he hero. Potentially a leader of uh, the war. Mm-hmm. I like it. Good job, everyone. Yeah. Um. So what? Uh, so um, I was thinking Sir Thomas uh, Farrell's uh, boat, um, maybe uh, terminal velocity. Is okay. His, <laughs> his yacht. <laughs> Only, only from yeah. seeing that earlier. Um, do we have a name for? Do we have an official so name we, for uh, episode it, two? It's Captain Hooktail, and then another tagline. Do we need to put the number two on it or nah? No. All right, Captain Hooktail colon. No, no, no. 
the the and the two capes. <laughs> uh, and the chase for the vault or something like that. Oh, I, you know what? I I do like using the the cape thing in it, but like people think it's like you know like uh would be like Cape Fear or something like that or like oh. uh, yeah that type of cape. Maybe there is actually um, two two capes on this uh, island that they go to the vault. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's it's got some good double meaning. It's some sort of a cape where he eventually has the, the big, you know, crash and mm-hmm. explosion uh, at the end. Um, I like it. And the two capes. Well, I guess we do lots of stuff with cape. Cape of something. The cape of tomorrow. <laughs> the the two capes of tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, the two capes of tomorrow. Um, it's, it's all right to me. Oh, Derek, what do you think? I'm cool. All right. The two all capes right. of tomorrow. Well, there we go. All right, so... Captain Hooktail and the is is two gonna be it's the it's the number two. Oh god. And the two so we did we did actually put in the, the, the number two, of course. Un <laughs> un un unknowingly, but um, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Uh the two capes of tomorrow were Jonathan Meowkins and his uh his band of, of merry men and women, including his new first mate, uh Maine Coon Maggie Monsoon. <laughs> <laughs> they are uh you know they're they're stopping uh, Sir Thomas Farrell from getting his hands on this uh high-tech cat whistle um that will it's going to sway uh whatever mm-hmm. war is to come. We have jet skis, we have dirigibles. We have multiple capes. Yes, just ha- hanging mm. from a string. Or, I mean, hanging from they're a just rope. Hanging out, actually, I guess. Yeah, they're <laughs> hanging out. Um, lots of lots of sword fights, and uh, I, I think that I think that Hollywood is going to declare that this is the sequel that that they were expecting. Endgame couldn't deliver. This is the one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yes, it, this is. This is going to be right up there. I mean, this is really the um, Empire Strikes Back of of the Meowkins universe. All right. All right. All right, then. Um, I know last time we tried to, like, figure out who would be uh, playing these roles. I don't nah, think we need we to do that. we got most of it cast uh, already, so. Yeah. Um, and it, it'll be some big uh, action uh Big action time mm-hmm. director, uh, mostly because, <laughs> mostly like because of the <laughs> some big action time director. Big, let's yeah. get big uh, action well, time. I on was the phone. I was looking let's, up. Um, see what he's up to. Well, I was I was looking up um, when we were discussing earlier, but the uh, it's one of the uh, the Star Trek movies. Um, the one with the whale. Uh, which one was this? Leonard Nimoy. The no, the the second Chris Pine oh. one. 
Star Star Trek Beyond, and it was directed by Justin mm. Lin, Leonard who Nimoy. is uh, he does a lot of he did like the Fast and Furious and some other stuff. Um, I was thinking he'd probably be the guy who was directing this one because it seems like it's going to be. Uh, I, I I was picturing in in the Star Trek movie there was a lot of like motorbikes, for some they were on land and and driving around motorbikes, and that's why I kept picturing when we're going to see these like very epic. Um, uh, jet ski chase mm-hmm. type scenes, um, and stuff. So we're gonna need a guy who's who's good with with that type of action. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's good. And yeah, somebody level... with the uh, patience and uh, level headedness to direct a man like Leonard Nimoy because mm-hmm. he's in it. Mm-hmm. To the corpse. Well, of... the... <laughs> oh. I... Uh, they they just use like the um, kind of like the CGI techniques and stuff that they used in uh, Rogue One. Yeah. Uh, they just take a lot of other they take a lot of other clips from other movies and they're able to make Leonard Nimoy and Leonard Nimoy is uh, we see him as Jonathan Meowkin Senior in all those like weird <laughs> like hallucination. Uh, oh, I was hoping they would just use the technology to make him like a background character. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's maybe oh maybe he's maybe he's a chef. chef. <laughs> we didn't cast the chef last time, I, I suppose. Yeah, he just he just pokes his head out, and it's Leonard Nimoy's oh, head. The ghost of Leonard Nimoy, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, Leonard Nimoy yes. will be involved some way. We're not exactly sure, but all right. Well, I think guys, this is uh, this is bound to be a classic. I agree. Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that are uh, bound to be a classic, Drew, headline heroes, um, give us one more rundown of when and where people can find you guys and, and how they well, can We release every Tuesday um, so far. It's getting harder and harder, but we're, we've maintained. But uh, you can find us on Twitter at headline underscore heroes. The underscore is important. Um, and we have a Facebook group, Headline Heroes. And we also have a subreddit. Just throw that out there. R dash headline heroes. Excellent. Uh, Derek. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, first of all, Drew, again, thank you, uh, sir, thank very you. much for coming on. Thank you for putting up with my lateness because I fell asleep on it's the okay. couch for a little while. And I uh, appreciate thank that. Thank you for sir. having me. It was, a, it was a real pleasure. And we'll definitely have you back again uh, in for the, the future. war. And, and probably other things yes. as well. But yes. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Derek, sir. Yes. Thank you as well for putting up with my uh, tardiness. Yes. Um, the second time I think I've fallen asleep uh, yes. on the couch and missed the start of our show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, hey, that's the way life goes. <laughs> I mean, it's, maybe, it's maybe your not. show. Maybe I mean, not, you can do whatever you want. It was, if you didn't show up, it just wasn't going to be an episode. Yeah, so. maybe, we'll, maybe we'll just edit that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Nobody needs to know that. I, I think it's great that you did that. I, I think everybody already knows. Um, yeah. It's it's a given. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Anyway, uh, you got anything else uh, good coming up? Uh, anything big? Uh, anything we need to know about? Mm, no, <laughs> I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. I will I will be uh, doing uh, three nights at the Omaha Laugh Factory uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in November. Hmm. Um, so you know. Oh, look out <laughs> no shit. I, I, you know, I just might be in Omaha in November. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
I'll call Tanner. Also, He's there. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in November. <laughs> yep. Um, dates are undetermined yet, uh, uh, but it will be it will be a middle of the week, at, at and a it will be a Tuesday comedy club in Omaha. All right. Um, um, the date the days are determined. The dates are not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, when I was booking it, I was like, you know, I'd like to like to get three consecutive days, and they're like, well, who are you again? It's like, well, my name's Derek. They're like, well, we can give you a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, uh, we're usually not open those days, but you know, you can be in the parking There's lot. It's not want. gonna be really a crowd at all. <laughs> but no, so I'll be there. Um, there is a two drink minimum. I will have a cooler uh, oh. full of various beverages. Uh, reasonably priced. Um, the, so there's that. Mark your calendars. Um, I will also be jumping my motorcycle over the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, that's not till January, though. Um, so, you know, be on the lookout for that as well. No, is it the... Well, you got you to you train yeah, for that. Yeah, I bit, do. So. I, have to, I have to get my motorcycle cardio up. Is it the main Grand Canyon or right. is it the other Grand Canyon? No, it, it's well. I, I, well, when I was booking it, I called. They're like, "Who are you again?" And I'm like, "I'm Derek." Well, we can't give you the grandest <laughs> canyon. We can give you the Grand Canyon. Uh, we're usually not open those days. And I said, "Okay." Well, um, <laughs> the Grand Canyon's not open those days. <laughs> yeah. um, well, they, they they pull a tarp over it, so so nobody can like steal looks of it. You know, you can't. You know, you gotta. Be their It's also stuff. helpful during rain crazy delays. Is, and... It is. It is. Yeah. Crazy part though, it is. It is. Uh, it's a tarp that is painted so well. It looks like the Grand Canyon. If you were to fly over, it still looks like the yeah. Grand Canyon. Yeah. From, it's it's like uh, like street art. Like at a perspective, it looks just like the Grand Canyon. Uh, but mm-hmm. you can walk across it. It's a tarp. It's very taut. Um, you just do, yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah. So I'll be doing that in January. Um, mm-hmm. Stay tuned for a time in date on that as well I will. and uh if you follow derek uh it's at derek the number nine the word nine on twitter you'll be able to keep up with that's, um that's how his training for that is going yeah. his motorcycle cardio yep exactly and those official dates of what monday tuesday and wednesday tuesday, in wednesday thursday in in november in omaha yeah oh yeah tuesday wednesday thursday i, I yeah. they they, so. they said they can give me seven minutes and i said well i'll take it <laughs> Well, that's because that's because Tanner from Headline Heroes already has two minutes yeah. scheduled. Yeah. No, yep. Mm-hmm. He's at the Omaha Chuckle Bucket, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, and I I talked to the Chuckle Bucket, and they said they had nothing they could. Oh, do those bastards! Right. I can't believe it. Yeah, there is. There's. It may obviously it may not be in Omaha, but there has to. There's probably legitimately a, a comedy club called Chuckle Bucket oh, someplace. No right? doubt. That the, if not, uh, I think I know what I need to open a thing here in Atlanta. <laughs> a chuckle bucket. Oh, good yep. luck to you. The first of a first of a, of a franchise of. Oh, you know what? The Chuckle Bucket Comedy Club is absolutely something from Family Guy. Is it? Yeah, it's got to be. Hmm. It sounds. It sounds yeah. way too familiar. Hmm. Oh well. All right. Well, speaking of things that sound way too familiar. The Pop-Up Filmcast is a bi-weekly podcast with new episodes every other Tuesday. You can find us uh, on, I guess it would be Apple Podcasts, and all the catchers, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, and, of course, our home, Podbean. No matter if this is your first time listening or you are a repeat customer, 
please take some time to leave us a rating and review via your favorite listening outlet. We appreciate the feedback. Additionally, we ask that you tell someone new about our show. It could be your mom, your dad, uh, your coworkers, your new first mate that you're having a romantic relationship if you're a pirate cat. Whoever it is, you'll make a new friend. Word of mouth is by far the best way to let more people know about the show. Also, if you're listening because someone told you about us, give that person a hug. The show is also a proud member of the Podfix Network. Uh, to find more great shows, many featuring past and future guests of ours, head on over to www.podfixnetwork.com uh, or you can go on Twitter and search hashtag Podfix. You can contact Pop-Up Filmcast also while you're on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast or over on Facebook under the same title. And if you have questions, comments, uh, you want to uh, let us know about like a fourth or fifth Chekhov's gun that we should have included in uh, Captain Hooktail 2, you can reach out to us at the little used pop-up filmcast at gmail.com. And that being said, until next time, get together with your life mate, your family, your friends, whomever, and enjoy some movies. And until then, I said good day, sir. Good. Keith fell asleep on the couch. I just want to make sure everyone knows that. God damn it. I can't I yeah, can't edit no, that part out. Too late. All right. Cool. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.